Welcome to Project Healing, a podcast about growth, authenticity, and difficult conversations. Here, you'll find a mix of real-life experiences, inspiring humans, and some spiritual insight. I'm your host, Jenna Krasinski, and I believe that we truly have to feel our pain in order to heal it. Community is a huge part of the process of healing, and I invite you to come along and dance through the ups and downs of life. This is Project Healing. Welcome back to Project Healing. I'm your host, Jenna Korzynski, and today I want to talk about getting out of our own way. Now, (laughs) this is something that I've been working on mastering for years. Um, I tend to be an overthinker. I overanalyze everything. I think I look at every situation that occurs in my life from every angle and then some. Um, And in the past, that used to really hold me back. Um, It would really kind of stop me in my tracks. I would get stuck in whatever energy I was facing at the moment. And if I'm being honest, it was hard for me to break free from it. I just would get so overwhelmed um, and really find myself feeling like I couldn't move forward from things. I was thinking about um, like, what does it mean to be an overthinker or an overanalyzer? And for me, what that means is that basically what I just said, I tend to replay scenarios in my head over and over again and say to myself, oh, I could have said this, or what if they responded differently? Or I wonder if they're thinking this or whatever it is that you tell yourself. So I was curious, you know, I've been told before by my doctor that my overthinking um, is a symptom of my anxiety and depression. Um, but I was wondering if it goes the other way around too, that like, if you're just an overthinker, could that cause anxiety and depression? And what I found was that, um, overthinking can cause PTSD, especially in young children, because they go into these scenarios and they keep playing the scenario over and over and over in their head. Um, And that eventually develops into PTSD. So there's a little bit of the chicken and the egg scenario happening here. Um, But I know for me, my overthinking started when my anxiety and depression started. So I think for me personally, it's a symptom of my anxiety and depression. Um, What does it look like when we overthink or overanalyze. So we'll give you, I'll give you a quick scenario. So you're at work um, and maybe your boss comes to you with a situation, says, hey, can you handle this? Yes, absolutely. And then maybe something comes up and you're not able to handle it within the time frame. Your boss comes back to you, asks you for the assignment. You don't have it. And They seem agitated to you and they tell you, you know what, I'm just going to reassign that to somebody else. And they walk away. Simple situation, right? Simple situation for somebody that's not an overthinker. (laughs) But for somebody that does overthink, their head may go into a tailspin. Oh my gosh, I'm not doing enough. Do they like that employee more than me? Am I going to be fired? 
Will I get demoted? Um, is this going to affect my pay raise? All of these things start flowing through the heads of those of us that um, deal with this overthinking, overanalyzing to the point where it really can be, um, it can be suffocating almost. It can stop us in our tracks. It can affect our days, weeks, months at times. Um, so my intention is not to sit here today and just kind of jam on what it's like to overthink and overanalyze and go through different scenarios because, um, anybody that's listening that relates to this is already like, yep, I can think of this situation that I've been in and this is how I responded and oof, I feel that. So I don't think that I need to go into any more detail about that. But what I would like to do is offer some suggestions to get out of our own way when overthinking starts to become a thing for you. So all of these suggestions that I'm about to make, I have used at one point or another. Um, So I am speaking from personal experience, but I would like to say that everybody is different. So some of the things that I mentioned may not resonate with you at all. And some of the things that I mentioned, you might be like, yes, that has helped me tremendously. Um, So take what I say with a grain of salt and use what you think will be helpful to you, but know that you're not a failure if there's something in this list that just doesn't work for you. It's really not a big deal. It's just that we all function differently. So we'll have different um, things that work for us. So my first suggestion, and this is always my go-to right away, is to take deep clearing breaths. In through the nose, hold it at the top, and breathe out through the mouth. Now, I am an essential oil lover, (laughs) as I've talked about before. So I typically um, grab an essential oil that can support me, and I'll put a few drops uh, between my hands, and I will cut my hands over my nose, and I will breathe the oils in for like a quick little um, scent tent or a little hand diffuser. And that helps me kind of regulate my emotions and even out my energy a bit. But there is a lot of power in just simply taking a clearing breath or two or three or four. You may need to remove yourself from the situation altogether. If you're in a situation where you're feeling uncomfortable, uneasy, um, You may need to like relocate yourself before you take some deep breaths. I know I have been one to hide in the bathroom before. (laughs) Um, And if that's what you feel called to do, there is nothing wrong with that. Remove yourself from the situation if you need to and take those cleansing breaths. My next suggestion is just to take a step back and look at the whole picture Start asking yourself some simple questions. I always start with, am I overanalyzing this situation? Do the answers that I'm seeking right now truly matter? Are they going to make a difference in the outcome? Or am I kind of putting myself through the ringer right now for no reason? My next suggestion would be to find a distraction. 
if you can't get out of your own head and you're finding yourself going in this kind of carousel of um, questions over and over and over again, revisiting the scenario, um, maybe seeing it a different way each time or asking yourself a different question each time, find something to distract you so that you can separate your energy from it. My personal favorite things to do, turn on some tunes. Music is so healing to me. So when I turn on music, that is usually a quick picker upper for me. Um, I tend to gravitate toward my favorite bands or artists when I'm really overwhelmed because I love and enjoy their music. So it usually does a lot for my mood. I also love to cook. So I might go throw it down in the kitchen a little bit. Um, whether I'm baking something, cooking something, or even just prepping food, that is a great way to distract myself. And then surrounding myself with the company of friends, finding somebody to hang out with, to talk to, um, or to just interact with, even if it's for a brief moment. If you're at work, find a coworker to just chat about life with or about current events or what's, what's coming up for them, what's going on in their life. Um, so just finding a distraction overall so that you can get out of that mindset for a moment. Because when you remove yourself from the mindset for even a moment, that can help you kind of come back to reality and go, you know what? I'm sweating the small stuff right now. I really don't need to overthink this. And then this is, I have this as a separate um, direction, but it kind of goes hand in hand with what I was just saying about grabbing a friend or a coworker and talking to somebody. But the reason that I have this listed as separately is because, listed separately, excuse me, <laughs> is because you can speak to a professional. You can contact your therapist or your doctor. Um, if you're at work, you can talk to somebody um, at your work that maybe has been through a similar situation than you or a friend or family member that could possibly understand where you're coming from um, and just talk out your feelings with them. Let them know if you are wanting to receive advice or if you just need to vent um, but one thing that I also like to do is say, please stop me if I start repeating myself because I'm trying to just get this off of my chest, but I tend to dwell on things. So I would appreciate your help if I start going in circles. And that has been very successful, especially with my closest friends. They kind of know how I'm wired and, um, they are willing to lend an ear and then say, okay, Jenna, you got it out. Enough is enough. My next suggestion is to recognize what's happening. Just overall, feel into the emotions around what you are upset or frustrated about. What emotions are you feeling? Are you sad? Are you frustrated? Are you worried? Are you overwhelmed? Are you angry? Are you happy? What, what types of emotions are showing for you? And then where are those emotions coming from? Is this situation that you're going through right now triggering something in you? Maybe the situation at hand isn't even the problem. Maybe the situation at hand triggered a thought about something that you've been through in the past 
And those thoughts, feelings, and emotions that are coming up are actually around um, a past experience that you've had, a past altercation or interaction that you've had that you never quite healed from. So really take a moment to recognize what's happening in your body and try to figure out where that stems from. Now, for me, I love to write. And when I write, I feel a little bit more connected with myself. So I like to write these things out in my journal um, because then I can read it back and go, yeah, that makes sense. Or yeah, I sound crazy. (laughs) Whatever works for you is perfectly okay. I have some great friends that They record voice memos of themselves kind of going over the scenario and listen back to it. It really doesn't matter how you analyze it, how you sit in it, as long as you are putting the effort in to do that if that's something that you feel called to do. And then next, my next suggestion is rewiring or restructuring your overall thought process. Telling yourself when these thoughts pop up that You are doing the best that you can in this moment. And even if you can't switch your thinking to positivity, you can at least tell yourself, I am here for you, I support you, and I understand how you're feeling, but we can let this go in this moment because we are doing the best that we can in this moment. So... Taking a moment to say, whoa, I'm spiraling out of control here. Let me readjust this energy and let me start to tell myself something positive about myself instead of whatever negative thoughts are consuming you. This one kind of goes hand in hand with that one, but be kind to yourself. Really think about the words that you are telling yourself? What are you speaking to yourself? Are you beating yourself up over something that is out of your control? The words that you're using with yourself, would you use those same words if you were speaking to your grandmother or your mother or your daughter or your brother or your father or your grandfather? (laughs) Would you speak the same words that you're speaking to yourself to someone that you love? And if the answer is no, then it's time to really think that through and potentially work on rewiring those thought processes for yourself. Because verbal abuse is a thing and it is possible for us to internally verbally abuse ourselves, especially if it's something that we've been exposed to in our life. Sometimes the unkind words that we speak to ourselves do not come from ourselves. Sometimes they come from the things that we've heard throughout our life. The disappointment might be your father's disappointment because you didn't make all of the grades that he wanted you to make. Um, The frustration may be your mother's frustration because um, you didn't finish helping her with the chores that had to be done. And now as an adult, you find yourself speaking those same narratives to yourself. So 
is it your voice that you're hearing? Is it truly your words? Or are you thinking of things that you've heard other people say to you or to others? And again, would you use those words with the people that you love the most? Be kind to yourself. And then this one, this one is a bit tricky. So this one I'm going to say, take it with a grain of salt. And if you're feeling ready, okay, great. But this actually could be triggering to some people. So um, proceed with caution here and don't dive into something that doesn't feel good to you. But sometimes when we find ourselves feeling stuck in a certain energy, um, it's because it's based in fear-based thinking, right? We are afraid of an outcome or afraid of facing a scenario. So my advice here is to face your fears, stand in your power and handle your shit. And maybe you are overthinking a situation that occurred with a friend and you've replayed the scenario in your head over and over and over again and you can't get out of your head that your friend must still be upset with you because of whatever was said or done and it's really bothering you that just the thought of your friend potentially being upset with you however they haven't voiced that to you so when I say face your fears I say take what's bothering you what narrative are you speaking to yourself and then act on it So if I'm over here thinking that my friend is upset with my behaviors or actions, instead of dwelling on it inside my own energy and having these endless conversations inside my own head, then what I'll do is I'll reach out to my friends or family and say, hey, I've been thinking about our conversation or that interaction or that altercation or whatever it was that went down. I don't like the energy that I'm feeling around it and I'm feeling that you may be upset with me. So I wanted to have a conversation, see how you're feeling about it and um, here's what I have to offer. Can we talk about this and work through this together? Um, Obviously, facing our fears is not always possible because it depends on the scenario, the people involved, um, and just like your overall energy too. So that's why I say tread lightly with this one. Do this one if it feels good to you, but this may not be a good solution for everybody. For me, I have to speak my peace. I have to speak my truth um, because when I find myself overanalyzing a situation, usually it's because I'm upset with the way I reacted and I am the type of person where I do want to go back and make that amends. I do want to make sure that um, I clear the air because I don't ever want to leave anybody hanging on my words either. And thinking that um, I don't respect them, care for them, love them. Um, And honestly, I want to own my shit if I have said or done something wrong. So um, if you feel bold enough um, and in, you know, strong enough in your power to face your fears around whatever it is that you're overthinking or overanalyzing, I definitely suggest suggest it. But if that just causes more turmoil for you, then that might that one might not be the best solution for you. And then last but definitely not least, my absolute favorite way to deal with um, overthinking, overanalyzing, and hands down, in my opinion, the best way to get out of my own way is to get grounded 
and stay present. So how do I do that? Well, easiest fix, take my butt outside. Get outside, feel the sun on my face, the air flowing through my hair, the ground under my feet, listen to nature, try to isolate the sounds of nature, and just really absorb and appreciate the beauty that exists around me in my world. Turn off the cell phone. We all have, you know, (laughs) a notification every few minutes. Well, maybe not all of us. I have no notifications on on my phone. (laughs) I do not get notified unless I'm in the mode to get notified. My phone is always on silent and I check it um, when I am feeling up to it. That is something that I learned to do a very long time ago in managing a business and um, a large group of employees, I realized that I really had to shut down the technology so that I wasn't constantly being pulled on. And that is something that stuck with me and honestly, one of the best decisions I ever made. So like, I don't get social media notifications unless I log into the apps. Um, Something that I strongly suggest to ground your energy overall Um, very, very helpful, especially for those of us that feel like we have to clear the notifications as soon as they pop up. If your notifications are not on, that's one less thing that you have to worry about, right? Um, So turning off social media and your contact with the outside world and just allowing yourself to be with yourself. Eat a healthy meal. Sit down and enjoy every bite. Savor the flavor of whatever it is that you're eating. Again, turn on some music and grab a coloring book and do some coloring or some doodling. Grab your journal and do some writing, whether you're writing to yourself or you're doing some creative writing or writing a letter to somebody. But allow yourself to be present in the moment. And when your thoughts start to wander back to that thing, whatever that thing may be, allow yourself to shift, take a deep breath, reset, and distract yourself again. Reset, realign, readjust as many times as you need to. The point here is to feel good in your energy, to stand in your own personal power, to recognize what's coming up for you, But not allow it to defeat you and take you down and take you away from the things that you enjoy or even make you ill. I mean, let's be real. Getting stuck in negative energy has an effect on our physical body. So if nothing else, apply all of these tips so that you can just feel better. And of course, drink your water, kids. (laughs) Water is just so cleansing to the overall, our overall energy and our um, body. So having a glass of water can help you um, just feel better overall. And if you're trying to wash some negative energy off, then having a quick shower can also help you just reset your energy when you're feeling stagnant or stuck. So those are some of the things that I do when I'm trying to get out of my own way. If you have any suggestions, I would love to hear your feedback. 
you can email me at projecthealingpodcast at gmail.com or you can always leave a comment um, on my Facebook page or reach out uh, via Facebook Messenger as well. So again, thank you so much for tuning in and listening to Project Healing. And remember, you're worth it. You're worth getting out of your own way. Catch you next time. Thank you for listening to Project Healing. If you'd like to connect with any of my guests, please check the show notes for their contact information. If you are loving the show, I'd be honored if you would head over to iTunes or Facebook to leave me a review. If you'd like to support the show, you can head to patreon.com backslash project healing and learn about my different patron tiers and how you can support the show and also invest in yourself and your healing process. Remember, you have to feel your pain in order to heal it.